Welcome to the Tailblazers podcast. Well, hi everyone. It's that time of year. Um, we're definitely into autumn now. And uh, if you're anything like me, you'll have been busy going around the house, bleeding radiators and uh, and getting the fire for the first time this year, which is always a, a great moment in our house. Now, it's towards the end of October. It's Halloween on Monday. And uh, Kev has recorded for us um, the first in a series that we're thinking of as being called Gory Stories, um, which are some of the more kind of horrible and um, gruesome tales, I guess, from around, from around Devon. So um, without further ado... Enjoy Halloween, enjoy trick-or-treating, and uh, I'll hand you over to Ken. Thanks, Rich. Yeah, as you've just heard, we've been spending some time up in Columpton, where we had the opportunity to do some workshops with some of the children of St. Andrew's Primary School. It's a wonderful time. Uh, we had a great fun. We told some stories while we were up there. Uh, two stories, one of which was the Great Fire of 1838, uh, the other one was a bit more bloody, and I had to tone it down a lot for the kids. Uh, it's the tale of Tom Austin, a highwayman who operated out of Columpton. Now, uh, like I said, I did sort of calm it down for the children, but I'm not going to do that here. So uh, get comfortable and uh, prepare yourself for the tale of Tom Austin. Tom Austin was born to hard-working, honest parents. They had a farm. Um, not a great farm, made about £80 a year. Not a fortune, but enough to live modestly upon. And I'd imagine that for many years things were just fine. And uh, as the family toiled in the fields, they kept their modest income and everything was great. Until one very dark and dreary winter, both of Tom's parents caught ill and died. And they left the farm to, to Tom. Well, Tom had never had so much money to his very own before. So the first thing that he did was he went out and he got a fine suit. And he started going to parties. Now, because Tom was a handsome young man, and in possession of property, land and livestock, it wasn't long before he caught the eye of a young lady. Now, this young lady was worth a lot more money than he was. In fact, as a dowry, Tom got £800 just for marrying her. Well, Tom had never had that much money in all of his life. Oh, £800 was a lot of money. And you know what? He could have done some good with that money. He might have lent it out and got some interest back. Invested it in other people's adventures and, uh, and businesses. Or improved the equipment and, and lands of his own farm. But he didn't do any of those things. No. Instead, he continued going to parties. And started hosting them himself. And these were the sort of parties where people drank and danced and, and sang and ate and, and gambled. <laughs> now Tom loved to gamble. Cards were his favourite, but he also liked to bet on the uh, activities around the town at the time. Mainly bull baiting and cockfighting. But it won't come as any surprise to you to hear that Tom wasn't much of a gambler. And he lost a lot more than he won. And within four years... He had spent all that money. But now he had a family to look after, a wife and two children. So what could he possibly do? Well, his first thought was to sell things that he didn't actually own or exist to his neighbours. Fraud. But uh, he didn't do very well at that. He got found out almost immediately. But his neighbours forgave him. 
Perhaps because they remembered what his parents had, how hard they'd worked, respect for his family or consideration for his current predicament. For whatever reasons, his neighbours forgave him. And this was good for Tom, because it saved him a trip to Dedder's prison or worse, but it did not put any money in his pockets. And so he decided he would take a step further down this dark route. He got himself a flintlock pistol, a black mask, and a fast horse. He decided he'd become a highwayman, and he would rob the next person that he encountered on the road. Well, that first person he encountered was Sir Zack Wilmot, a knight of the realm, an old soldier, and not the sort of man to be parted from his riches without a fight. He resisted, and in the struggle there was the crack of a pistol. And when the smoke had cleared, Sir Wilmot lay dead. Tom was now a murderer. Well, he couldn't take it back, so he did what he set out to do. He robbed Sir Wilmot's body, forty-six guineas and a silver-hilted sword at his side. And then he uh, went with all haste back to his home. It was the dead of night, it was dark, nobody saw him, he got away with it. But forty-six guineas did not last him all that long. And very soon he needed more money. And also, I believe, that within this time period, he changed dramatically. The killing that he'd done on the road changed him. It broke his mind. Some people, some people say the devil took him. Now, normally, I would not put any stock in such things, but after you hear the rest of the tale, I will leave you to make your own decision. Tom decided he would rob the richest person that he personally knew. That person was his uncle who had a, had a farm about a mile outside Glumpton. So, in the uh, late afternoon, Tom jumped upon his horse and went off to pay his uncle a visit. However, when he got there, his, his uncle was not home. His aunt was, along with their five children, his nieces and nephews. And they said to him, they said, Tom, come in. Your uncle is at, uh, he's in Galumpton on business, um, but he'll be back before the evening. Please come in, stay a while, keep us company. It was a kind offer, and a very, very grave mistake. For Tom did not come in to keep them company. No, instead he took from his side a razor and he slashed his aunt's throat. And then he did the same to the children as well cutting them across the throat and bellies and pulling out the entrails within to make it look as if perhaps some wild animal had got inside the house and torn them to pieces. His bloody work done, he headed upstairs and robbed the place. Sixty, sixty pounds. That was all that he found. There was enough. He got back on his horse and he sped with great haste back home. But the hour wasn't quite as late as last time, and this time, when he went through the door, he found his wife, still up, sat by the fire, darning a pair of socks. She looked at him, she saw that he had blood all over his clothes. "'Where's that blood from, Tom?' she asked him. Well, by this time, I don't know what state his mind must have been in, but he looked at her with crazed eyes, he said, "'I'll show you the truth of it,' and he drew out that razor and he cut her across the throat too and then he went on to kill his two children now like I say I don't know what would possess a man to do such an act 
I cannot imagine what had been going through Tom's head at that time, but I can imagine him stood there, shaking, covered in blood, when suddenly there was a knock at the door, and then the door sprang open, and who was there? Well, by, by, quite by chance, quite by coincidence, it was uh, Tom's uncle, who, having completed his business in, in Columpton, had decided to pay Tom a visit. He'd knocked on the door, he'd opened it wide and strolled in, because, well, that's what family do. And he immediately saw the horror that, that lay within. He knew immediately that, that Tom had, had gone crazy, and with one mighty punch... He knocked Tom unconscious, threw him over his shoulder, and took him to the magistrate. The magistrate sent Tom forthwith straight to Exeter Jail. Now, you must bear in mind, at this point, Tom's uncle had no idea what Tom had done. He did not know what was waiting for him back home. I think that if he had, then Tom might not have made it to the magistrate. I think justice would have been served right there under Tom's roof. But however, Tom did receive a trial, fairly open and shut case, and that August he was hanged at Exeter Jail for his crimes. And do you know, some people thought that the hanging was too kind a punishment for a monster like Tom. That hanging was too good for Tom Austin, and that they believed that if there was justice to be done, he should have burned and there we are. That's the tale of Tom Austin, guys. Um, it is a bloody one. It's a gruesome one. Um, but it's interesting, as are many of the tales out there in Columpton. It's a fascinating place, and we are looking forward to going back there in the new year. Um, thanks to um, Vic and Hannah for showing us around and introducing us to the history of the place and, and some of the wonderful buildings that are there as well. Guys, I hope you have a great Halloween, um, and... Uh, We'll see you very soon, I expect. And remember, everything's got a story in it. Change the story, change the world.